You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. Oh my gosh, I love the 18s. <laughs> this is season three, episode 21 of the Play Teach Talk podcast. This is going to be about assistive technology. And you heard me talk a little bit about augmentative and alternative communication in season one. But um, Megan Hardesty, who's done our physical therapy episode, is also going to talk to you about assistive technology and AUGCOM because she is the AT coordinator at the Durham CDSA. So we are going to tap into her wealth of knowledge about um, what they have available it is a there is a lending program is there a purchasing program too or no so yeah so if you're enrolled in the infant toddler program um, we do have a sliding fee scale that can cover um, both uh, out-of-pocket costs for therapy services directly but also can be used in some instances to help just help assist with purchase of, of some devices yeah Great. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, so aside from that, <laughs> we, we decided we were going to talk about the different mobility and positioning supports that are available for a kid who's getting physical therapy or like just in the infant toddler program as yeah, well. Yeah, just in the, I mean, we, um, assistive technology is considered a separate service, just like speech therapy is a separate service and physical therapy is a separate service. So they don't necessarily need to be getting any particular service to access assistive technology. Now, oftentimes you do need the expertise of someone of a specific discipline to really know how to use it and implement it and make sure it's the right fit. And so we can do that on a consulting basis if that service is not um, in place and, and, and doesn't really need to be otherwise. Um, but yeah, so we, we can um, loan um, uh, OGCOM assistive technology, um, um, augmented communication devices, both uh, and I know Tiffany had talked about low, medium, and high tech, and we've got the full range, um, as well as mobility and positioning devices, um, adaptive feeding equipment, um, some sensory um, items like compression vests and weighted vests and that sort of thing. So there's a lot that's available to try out um, first and make sure it's going to work for your child before um, diving into purchasing. Because some of these devices, you know, uh, um, before insurance kind of tackles them can be several thousand dollars um, and sometimes even after insurance pays what they're going to they can be they can be quite expensive so it's always good to make sure that we've had a chance to try it out with a child and make sure it's going to um, work for that child therapeutically but also work within that family's daily routines and that it's something they're actually going to use and isn't going to end up like a very expensive um, coat hanger like my elliptical in the corner <laughs> of my room is so i don't know anything about that <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, I mean, I think assistive technology as a whole um, is just one of those things that I think is the closest thing to magic that we can do as therapists. It is, you know, whether we're talking about um, 
augmentative communication devices, mobility or positioning devices. It's the fastest way we can make an immediate change in that child's ability to participate in their family, in their routines with their peers. Um, and it doesn't mean we're not going to keep working on their ability to do th those things independently without um, without the device. But you know, if if I'm working with a child, say that has cerebral palsy and is you know is maybe two years old, is going to daycare, is not able to sit independently on his own, um, or maybe can only sit briefly on the floor with both hands, kind of you know propping for support. Um, I can you know if I can get him in. Um, a well-fitted um, positioning chair or even a stander that does the work for his body. Now he's freed up to use his hands, to use his you know, vision to, um, to communicate or to interact or to play. Um, again, that doesn't mean I'm going to not work on his ability to sit independently, but in the meantime, it gives him access to more um, developmentally appropriate social interactions, play interactions, exploration, which benefits his cognitive development, speech development, and all of that. So like I said, it, it's the closest thing to magic that we got. I love that. <laughs> so true. It's so true. Yeah. And uh, same thing with, with the OGCOM, mm -hmm. seeing a child show that they understand things that their parents didn't even know that they yeah. understood when we give them the pictures to support their understanding. Yeah. It's great. And that's one of the things I think, you know, yeah. um, the, the therapist that was the AT coordinator before me, Karen Casey, who you know well from your time at the CDSA, um, augmented communication was kind of her jam. She taught about it internationally. And, you know, she used to say, you know, no child is ever to anything. So you think about kids that have really, really, you know, significant motor impairments. Maybe they can't even really hold their head up um, independently, but there are ways using, you know, using eye gaze, using head switches that um, you can access um, and build on, you know, build communication in a way that lets them be an active participant in their own life, which is, which is priceless. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. So yeah, I think you, you covered most of it. Huh? Yeah. And you know, and I think the thing about positioning that's so important, um, you know, again, thinking about some of our kiddos that maybe are a little more neurodevelopmentally involved, either with, with you know, a high tone condition like, um, like, like cerebral palsy or something that maybe has more lower tone, like um, a, a trisomy 21 or some sort of a genetic disorder that makes their muscles kind of saggier and floppier, right? Um, for your speech therapist out there, that positioning can really influence how well they're able to vocalize and support their breath. And, you know, if you're sitting like I'm sitting right now in a completely slumped posture, right? <laughs> you're working a lot harder, your head's forward and your alignment's not ideal to um, create breath support for vocalization and verbalization and that sort of thing. So if that's what you're working on with a child, you know, making sure that their positioning is appropriate first, um, will ma help make the speech therapy interventions that you're doing more successful too. So if yeah. there are, so it, it, you can't, um, you can't just look at the kid from their voice box up. You've right. got to, you've got to look at that whole trunk, look at that pelvis. And, and if that's not something you're comfortable with, bring in your PT friend to, mm -hmm. to, to eyeball it and see if there's some things that can be done to help. So. That's fantastic. Okay, so in the next episode, we're going to go a little further into coaching, which I mentioned in episode three, I believe, of the first season. And we're going to talk about natural learning environment practices as well. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. 
For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.